Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. Thanks for joining us for another week of PITCO Happenings. Uh, first, I really just want to give an update about COVID-19 vaccinations, and then we're going to hear from Nick Morris, who works for Pittsylvania County and is overseeing the 2022 reassessment. Vaccination distribution efforts continue to ramp up in Pittsylvania County, Danville, and across the state. Two large-scale vaccination clinics have already happened so far in the Pittsylvania-Danville Health District. One of those was even on Friday. Thousands have been vaccinated under Phase 1B, which includes everyone over the age of 65, those with high-risk medical conditions, and many essential workers. Pennsylvania County government is not directly involved in the vaccine distribution efforts, but is simply helping to spread the word about the health department's distribution plan. For those who are interested in getting vaccinated, please register online. The health department phone lines are completely overwhelmed. Visit PennsylvaniaCountyVA.gov backslash 619 backslash vaccinations and click on the submit your information here button. In this portal, you can provide your contact information to the health department. This does not guarantee an appointment or that you will receive a vaccine, but this shows your interest and gives the health department a way to contact you when a vaccine is available. People are being prioritized based on age, medical conditions, and the order in which applications are being received. Due to extremely high demand and limited supplies, it could be weeks or even months between when you fill out the form and when the vaccine becomes available to you. Once you fill out the form, please remain patient. Do not call or email to check the status of your vaccine. The health department will reach out to you and schedule an appointment when a vaccine is available for you. The Pennsylvania-Danville Health District will continue holding these large-scale vaccination events in collaboration with the City of Danville, Pennsylvania County, Averett University, Danville Community College, and Sova Health. I'm here today with Nick Morris, who is the Assistant Director of Public Works for Solid Waste and Special Projects. That's a long title, um, but basically Nick oversees all solid waste operations, and he's also overseeing the 2022 reassessment. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us today. So to start, um, if you just want to tell me a little bit about yourself and sort of, I know your role has shifted a lot just since you've been brought on a few months ago, but just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what your role is here. Yeah, I was brought on back August, September timeframe of 2020 to help spearhead the CARES Act funding projects. And then I've either done a really good job or they've decided that I don't have enough to do. And so I was brought on to assist with uh, overseeing the solid waste program, which is landfill collections, litter control piece, along with uh, continuation of the special projects with our new administration. Those will continue out through December 30th of 2021. And I also have property reassessment. I think there's a lot of misconceptions in the public about what reassessment is, what it does and doesn't do. Um, so, I mean, if you just want to talk to us a little bit about what exactly reassessment is, what are you guys doing right now and, and how does that work? So, so property reassessment is one of those terms that likes to raise the hackles of everybody involved. If you're a taxpayer, it makes you think that someone's coming to get more money from you. Property reassessment in reality has absolutely nothing to do with the tax rate. So it is a directed by the federal or the state laws of Virginia. We're on the four-year cycle here in Pennsylvania County set by the Board of Supervisors. And that responsibility, the job of that is to ensure fair, equitable assessment of property 
so that when the tax rates are applied, folks are, are um, assessed equally. Now, that doesn't mean that if you've got a you know, $500,000 home and I've got a $50,000 home, we're going to pay the same rate per se, but it should be equitable. The, the process used should be equitable. No, and that's exactly right, that the, you know, that rate, that tax rate of 62 cents for every $100 in assessed value, that's going to end up with some very, very different amounts of payments for someone that owns a small home versus a large home, but ultimately that everyone is, is paying on the same playing field. Correct. And I mean, I know this, this reassessment, the, these reassessed values won't come into effect until 2022, but you guys have already been working on this for months. Correct. What's the process? Why is that such a long process? So you have commercial property and you have personal property. Uh, you have open permits that were looked at for 2019 and 2020 that were just completed, building permits that were just completed at the back end of 2020. So those had to be assessed um, to say that that is now, instead of an open record, that, that is now a completed record. Uh, so it can be properly assessed. And then you have the commercial versus um, personal property that has to be assessed. And that's what takes the longest time. Again, this is, it happens every four years for Pennsylvania County. The process as a whole is the same. The commissioner, you know, the board of supervisors sets a tax rate. The commissioner of revenue is responsible for notifying and tracking that tax rate for each of the different property types. The treasurer is responsible for collecting it when you pay, and then the in-between person that provides the actual assessment of the property is a contractor, just because the size of our county, some counties, larger counties, some municipalities will have their own office. We use a contractor, it's just much more cost-effective every four years. What's different, so that's, that process is exactly the same every four years. What is different this year is we have a new contractor, uh, Bright Minds. Uh, there are a young startup company, while they have some different branches around, the ones in Danville are a young startup company that is really working hard to use technology along with the standard educated tables of assessment to give a fair and equitable assessment. One of those things is the drones. So as you talked about, we were, we've been doing this since probably October of last year, really hard, September, October of 2020. And one of the main things they have been doing is getting drone footage of all the property. So they'll take our tax map and get drone footage. The assessors already have an idea of what they're looking at. Instead of having to walk 91 acres of land, they go, I know where all the outbuildings are. Just need to verify. I mean, you're talking about, you know, using drones and aerial photography. And how does that compare to how things were done in the past? Is that not what was done before? Uh, in the past, a assessor would come out and the only time he saw your property was when he or she showed up knocked on your door, showed you their ID and walked around, took pictures of it. Uh, now we have, uh, like I said, using aerial photography and the drone work, you can get a probably an 80%, 75 to 80% understanding of the property, the, the things you need to look at. So when the uh, assessor comes out on the property, he or she is already looking at the areas that need a little more attention or just need verification. And you guys, I mean, you said you've been working since October already. What is the timeline What's, what's happening between now and January 1st, 2022, before those new values come into effect? So what's been happening up to this point has been aerial photography and the closing out of old building permits. Now, from January on, January 2021, moving forward through about August, we will have, we will complete the aerial photography drone flying. We will have visitations to the properties by assessors to verify, and then they will 
um, load all those valuations into the system presented to the commissioner of revenue for notification to the uh, taxpayer, be it commercial or personal property. So come October of uh, 2021, we should have notifications going out to get ready for the next tax season. Um, and let's say I'm a property owner that has either made a new made a new addition to my home or done some renovations, or maybe there was some, some big damage in my home that I, I want Pennsylvania County to know about because that's that's going to impact my my taxes. What do I do about that? Being a rural uh, county, there are a lot of the older barns, older homes, older trailers that are just unusable, but they're not moving off. They're just sitting where they are. And that's a good piece to be able to share with the assessor. And we'll talk in just a minute on how we do that, because on the same way, as you said, most building permits will lead us to check when you put a new spa in, you put a new pool house in your house, uh, attached to your house or a new garage. Our building permit should tell us that, but not everybody gets a building permit for a trailer or a new barn. And so when they see that, compare last year's assessment pictures with this year's assessment pictures uh, with the aerial photo, that's how our assessor will come out and say, what's this new a building or addition worth to your building. Now, the best way that you can, as a taxpayer, you can help um, clarify those pluses or minuses to your property valuation, those additions or subtractions, is through a questionnaire that is being sent out. Uh, right now it's available on the Pennsylvania County website. Uh, and so you can go on the Pennsylvania County website under, there's a big button up there that talks about property assessment that tells you not only where the assessors are both in flying operations for the drone aerial photography, but we'll talk about what areas are going out for assessment as that works up. But it also has a questionnaire on there. And there's a mass mail out going out to personal property owners here in just a couple of weeks that will give that questionnaire and give you the opportunity to confirm the property you own and then allow you as a property owner to say, these are the additions we've made over the last four years, or these are the uh, degradations or subtractions that should be made. That way, when the property assessor shows up, all they have to do, they'll look at that, have a quick discussion with you, confirm it, and they're on their way. As you said earlier, when people think of reassessment, they think, oh, they're just trying to raise my taxes. But this this is an opportunity for you to be involved in that, that process and to make sure that the assessors understand your property and know those changes so that y your property value will be as, as accurate as possible. And what, I mean, you know, we talked about People think that we're, we're just coming in to, to raise their taxes, which is that's not the case. Um, what are some other misconceptions that you've seen about reassessment? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll reiterate what you just said. Uh, property assessors have absolutely nothing to do with the tax rate. Nothing at all. They don't control that. All they're doing is come out and provide a fair and equitable value. I think another misconception is sometimes there's an under uh, thought that it's who you know. So if you know the right person or you squawk loud enough, your your property might be evaluated um, more in your favor. That's not true. That's why we hire an outside contractor. So it removes you know undue influence. Uh, one of the neat things about Bright Minds is that they've pushed for uh, what we call valuation tables in our assessment software before. So assessors are all trained and have to be certified, but there's still that human error piece that can be in there. You look at one piece of property, uh, on a con on a condition A, B, or C, you might think it's a high B, I might think it's a low A, and the difference in that is small, but it's still a difference. 
Uh, Brightminds has pushed really hard and has built several valuation tables. So all they have to do is put in the standard and then the computer will assess the value to it. So it keeps it very fair across the board. The other piece is what keeps an assessor company in business is the fact that they prove that they can do a very consistent job across the board. And Bright Minds has proven across many of their locations and with us so far that their assessment, they work very hard at providing that fair and equal assessment across the board. Mm -hmm. Then I would say the last piece is as a taxpayer, you're not just, um, you know, it's not just to sit there and take it, that you're really a partnership, a partner in this effort uh, with the county. And so when the Bright Minds property assessors come out, it's your opportunity to engage through the questionnaire whether it's online or through the mail. And then when the assessor comes out, you know, we're looking, they really want to know your thoughts and what are your pluses and minuses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great point that we're trying to open it as much as possible for the property owners to participate, to provide input, to make sure that all values are equal across the board, that they're all fair. Um, and, you, you know, we've been talking about the tax rate too. I just want to point out that the, the Board of Supervisors does set that rate, which is 62 cents per every $100 in assessed value. Um, that has not changed since 2018. That is not changing this year. Um, with reassessment does not affect that. So that is not changing. That rate is staying in place. But yeah, and we will continue to provide updates as, as this process moves along. As Nick said, we will be sending a mail out very soon, providing additional information to property owners, asking for additional information about their properties with the, the questionnaire. That can also be found online, as he said, at PennsylvaniaCountyVA.gov backslash 594 backslash reassessment. Uh, you can find more information there and you can also find the questionnaire to fill out. Uh, Nick, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me and look forward to a good assessment. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.